Welcome everybody to our daily gun show. Sneezed right in the middle of the intro. Uh, welcome to our daily gun show. Come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern. And we talk about guns for about an hour. And let's go on the microphone all over here where it's supposed to be. That should work. We'll uh, say hey to everybody. I just dropped DJ a link if he wants to jump in. Is anybody else that would like to uh, participate in the show? Let me know. Uh, let's see. Why don't we uh, attempt to post on Instagram that we're going live? See what happens. Put a link over here, I guess. Somehow put a link to this. I guess we're actually live on Twitter as well, which... Uh, put a link over here, I guess. Somehow put a link to... There we get rid of that. Uh, live on Twitter now, and uh, I don't think there's any way for people on Twitter to do anything except go over to YouTube and leave a comment. All right, so now there's a uh, post on Instagram. And we just got out of Gizzards' show over on the uh, Gizzards channel. Doesn't look like anybody else is live, so I'm live for a little while. What I think I'm going to do, though, is take the description of this video, if I can find it. It's the easiest way to get back to this video. I guess to open it up here. To open it up here, there we go. And then I have to edit it. And take the description here. Control A, grab the whole thing. Yes, you might as well watch what I'm doing here. Move this over. So that's the description of the video there. Get rid of that. All right, copy all this. Jump over to. Substack. Somehow create a new one. Here we go. New post. Put it in here. Give it the description or the title, I guess. Like this. And this will make it a heck of a lot easier to read, so to speak. check out so we'll just go ahead and post that to everyone okay so post out of date so what is that supposed to mean send to everyone now send via so just publish now publish now Yeah, I'm not sure what's up with that, but why don't we uh, go back and get this, get that link, and open this thing back up and edit it real quick. Spruce up the beginning here a little bit. 
continue and update. All right. I guess I don't need to be in here, so we'll pull me out of there, assuming I still have audio. So let's see. We got a couple of things for bullet points up at the beginning of the show here. Now that we've got it posted over here on the Substack, we've got Illinois Bill, whatever this is. And then we got Washington assault weapons ban with this. And then there's also this stuff going on in Washington. You've got the lobby day happening this week in Minnesota. They had a 2020 they had the uh, Nebraska judiciary hearing on, on constitutional carry, right? And then you had the uh, Canadian uh, bill happening up there. What else do we got? Then we had HR. All right, so we go back to here. Canadian bill, and there we go. And then this HR is also a dot. Then you got an Oregon bill that's on the good side. There. And that's the link to it. And then we got the beginning of everything down here. We'll get rid of the bullet points and we'll put in a divider. And there we go. So now we'll save that real quick, like, update it, head back in there, and I'll drop a link for anybody that wants to go check it out over on Substack. All right, so seven minutes in, we'll see how many people show up for the show tonight. We go live on when on Friday nights, and we take a look at what other people have been doing throughout the week that's focused on what the Second Amendment protects. It's been an interesting week. Uh, lots of distraction, lots of tetherball playing, and, you know, we can either observe that happening over and over and over again, or support the things that are preventing it, prevent the, you know, support the things that are wedges that stop those uh, balls from rolling. All right, so I guess I'll do a quick update on the puppy here since uh, I'm gonna move this camera out of my way. It's driving me nuts. So we'll really quick put the puppy cam on here, bring the puppy up. Seems to be doing okay. He threw up a bunch this morning and then I quit feeding him. And I started, uh, I boiled the bone, and gave him all the marrow out of that bone. And all that marrow is stayed inside of him. And then he drank a bunch of the bone water and that's in him. And he hasn't puked any of that up and he hasn't coughed since earlier today. So he doesn't have any kind of fever. And he was even playing around earlier. So I think he might be done being sick, but I don't want to put any carts before any horses and Mallow's done being sick, right? She's fine. All right, so that's the puppy updates. And we'll go back to here. All right, so uh, 
you got your Illinois, is this what we're starting on? Yeah, Illinois House Bill 55471. So Illinois dealing with an assault weapons ban that they horked into shady bullshit to get it in there. You know, are we paying attention to that? Are we rallying behind states like Illinois where this kind of heinous garbage happens and everybody just takes it? You know, oh, well, that's what happens in those states. You know, we could be doing stuff about this, but instead we're uh, arguing about the minutia of other things that are obvious setups to distract us and waste everybody's time. Next, you got the Washington assault weapons ban. There's some nuance to that one. And according to the attorneys up there, you've got a trap happening with this whole setup. So again, we've got a lot of national level distraction going on. We either can do things one at a time or we can do things a lot at a time, right? We can do, we can multitask. Then we've got uh, Minnesota Lobby Day was Thursday where 100 plus people showed up in Minnesota. Then you had Nebraska Judiciary Committee hearing. DJ's out there. Maybe he can tell us how many people showed up in Nebraska. And then this whole show started with uh, Bob from Canada. Plus, I like Canada, so we include Canada occasionally. They've got a Bill C-21 coming, which is going to kill SKSs and a couple other rifles that people use. And then just arbitrary bar garbage. So they've got a thing coming called uh, Scrap C-21, a campaign to challenge the BS. All right, I'm gonna save this real quick. It's real quick, like I'm just gonna save that and then we'll uh, go through the rest of the post here. So what we're looking at on the screen, for those of you who are joining us live, is the Substack, our, essentially our blog over on Substack. We put the same blog over on Patreon so it's, there's no paywall or nothing. It's just a better format. You know, you can see it better. I can make things bold. I can use these bullet points and stuff. It's just easier to deal with. It's the same information that's in the description of the video. So if you want to just watch the video on YouTube and read the description, it's literally the same data. It just has no formatting. It's the same information that's in the description. Come on. It just has no formatting. So uh, that's what we're scrolling through here. The bullet points for this week have to do with state level things that are happening and a challenge that are we going to just continue to observe state level things that happen or actively participate in a level where they take firearms, they take abusing firearms owners off the table, off of the political spectrum. They're not just going to do that. Every time we play into the BS back and forth, they decide to turn the volume up on that stupid game. So once we get better at just dealing with multiple things at one time as a community, as a group, as an industry, we take this stuff off the table. So one of the things we're going to look at in these weekly shows is what is happening and not just the distractions on the surface, the icing, right? All right, so was, this was mostly bad garbage that's happening at the state level or in Canada, but then we have some better things, some good stuff happening. One which will potentially take apart NFA, the Home Defense and Competitive Shooting Act of 2023. Bills, or in this case, uh, yeah, I guess it's a bill that uh, 
you know, I have very little chance of going through, but at the same time, we get all scared and worried and, and purchase out of fear on demand when they put through the yearly 1% chance assault weapons ban going through. So I'm not saying we should be distracted or uh, not pay attention to these things, but we should be paying attention to them and we should be objecting to them and we should be uh, um, offended that they even have the audacity to suggest these things and we don't just get finished by getting upset. That's when they they got you, they got the game figured out. All right, so then you got the Oregon bill from uh, KidSafe out of Oregon who uh, put forth this bill to provide firearm safety to kids in first grade. And it's like a half an hour class for kids in first grade. A very easy step to take for actual safety with firearms, gun safety in a world where firearms exist instead of the safety from guns, which is the new narrative on the other side. So there are, well, there has been some multi, what do they call it? Some inter or some bipartisan gun control passed in 2022 that provides millions and millions of dollars to states for quote unquote gun safety. And that's gonna be safety from guns without projects like House Bill 3118 in Oregon, which is safety with guns. Oh, DJ is saying that the people in Nebraska showed up at about 40. Uh, nothing weird or worrisome. So we can go to Nebraska and put in about 40 people. And we can go to Minnesota and put another little bullet point in here that's 100 plus people. And he said for the Minnesota one that that's 100 plus people He's assuming because not everybody signed, you know, he had more than 100 people sign the petition. And I'm guessing the Nebraska one, there was nothing to sign, right? So I'm assuming that's out of that one. All right, so I'm going to save that again real quick. I keep saving this because one, get comfortable with learning how the internet works. It's just another thing like YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or something. It's just another place to post stuff. But, uh, this is how you get a final product of something like what we're doing right now, this live conversation. You're allowed to make notes. You're allowed to uh, prepare something for the conversation you, you're presenting. And something like this, a sub stack, it's easy enough to make a copy and include it in the description of your video to post it a couple of times in the, in the text here. All right, so I'm gonna go over and say hey to people. Looks like G23 was out here. I think he went to bed already. So thanks for joining us, even though you're sick. Be better, feel better. DJ's out there. Uh, he has a link. He decided not to join in tonight. Woods is out there. If you want a link, let me know. And there's a link to this sub stack, the thing that we're reading off of. DK is out there. Good evening. 
uh, Triggerfish, also out there this evening. Good evening. Mentos, same poor puppy. So let me flip back over real quick to the puppy cam. Put it back on. That's not looking at anything. Put it back on, and I'll give the puppy a pat on the head for you. DJ is saying that's uh, pages and pages over at Miniman University. Thanks for that. Is this fair-eyed? Hello. Good evening. Give the puppy a pat on the head for you. Chicago Mike's out there. Pat on the head of the puppy for that. More Chicago Mike. And I guess I'll give one to DJ for DJ also. DJ gives the puppy a little tickle under the chin like this. He liked it, but he was also bothered by it. So now I'm put his head, his thing back on, and he's going back to sleep. All right, I think I'm still in here. All right, so uh, digging into the guts of what other people have been doing this week. Get rid of that camera again. You've got uh, the 2A Cops, a really cool channel, a couple of cops. I believe they're both out of California, and now they're up in... Idaho, I think, and they don't post as much as they could or as they should, I suppose, but they had some pretty good posts. Chicago Mike's asking if I'm going to NRA annual meetings. Uh, one, I can't afford to go, but I would like to get back on the road eventually. I need to pay off some debt and then potentially get a different vehicle. I'm not sure about that, but uh, I would eventually like to get back on the road. Uh, the NRA annual meetings are important because the NRA is a membership organization and those annual meetings are an opportunity for the membership to really do something that the leadership at the NRA organization would take notice of. And going to the NRA annual meetings is frustrating as hell because so many people go there and only attend the exhibits. The boringest part of it, which is essentially like a little tiny shot show where everybody shows off their their grip angles and their red dots. So NRA show to me is frustrating. And if I went, I would go for the annual meeting part and it would be boring and all that. So plus I'd have to go somewhere. And I think it's in Texas this year. So no, I'm not going. If I had unlimited funds and time, I'd probably go, but I wouldn't be hanging out with watching the, the gear and whatnot. Uh, I'd probably be going to the gun shops in Houston. Is that where it is? And then looking for those annual meetings. So uh, I've been to them a couple of times. I do like them. I mean, I've seen, I've been to them, but they're just so much different than SHOT Show and stuff that they're, they're not one that I'll travel to. If it's in Phoenix, I might go to it, but it hasn't been in Phoenix since 2009. Uh, hello from Minnesota. Governor's Christian Gun Control, first month back in office. Yeah, it sounded like it. You had 100 people show up at the, the Minnesota event, it looks like. But frustrating for sure in Minnesota, I bet. Uh, Woods is out there. Good evening. And Chris Warren is saying hello. Okay. Or am I missing stuff? I might be missing stuff. All right. Well, oh, just in case anybody's wondering how come you can't do super chats. If you want to do super chats, you can go over to the gear side, or I should say the uh, 
your web, the uh, Daily Gun Show site. I think they can do super chats over there, but not over on the main channel because we got demonetized last week or on Sunday. So it kind of blows. Two-hour drive from your place? Yeah, exactly. So, and it's interesting. I mean, I'd go. There's nothing wrong with going. It's um, it's all another conversation. But no, I don't. I would I would go if it was fairly close, but I wouldn't spend a ton of effort to go. All right, so getting back to two-way cops, uh, an interesting uh, perspective, like a little summary of this idea that there's been four mass shootings or 40 mass shootings in 2023. They went through the data that was cited in this uh, suggestion and just eventually, essentially just went through very basic research to show that there's in fact been two uh, shootings in in the United States in 2023, and they've both been in California. Then uh, just kind of short and sweet. It's like a four-minute video or something. This one is from John Lott, and it is, well, from the Firearms Policy Research Center. And this is a... I guess Fox News referenced their research, but this infographic does a pretty good job of illustrating that 1% of the counties in the United States, which I believe is 36 counties or 30 counties, because there's that many counties in the United States, are responsible for 42% of all the murders in the United States. So these counties right here are 42% of all murders. And we know that 60% of murders are suicide. So essentially, all the gun crime that they want to lay on the hands of gun owners are from crime in these cities. And this is, well, it's possible that the, there's more crime, but it's more likely that this is just criminal activity that they're laying on the feet of gun owners. And what does that crime come from? Because people are inherently evil or inherently dangerous or inherently violent or because of the circumstances that are evident in every single one of these cities, which are the BS things that create the crime. We all know what it is. And uh, again, instead of addressing issues or root causes, they address the tools used. Anyway, so that's some good data from the uh, Crime Prevention Research Center, John Lott's organization. 223 is out there. Good evening. Well, let's see. Woods of San Washington, Canada South is too far from the good shows. I don't know. Road trips are a thing, but yeah, you're going to have to take some time to do that, I guess. Not just 10 cities, it was 10 counties. Well, 10 counties in those states. As I say in states, I should have said counties, really. The cities are in the counties, but some of them are counties, not just cities. Well, let's see. It's also uh, John Lott had his uh, mom passed recently. So... Um, think about that. Not everybody's here forever, and everybody's got a mom and a dad. John Lott's family is affected, so you're the type to uh, 
take a second for that, take a pause for that. Feel free. All right, we're going to take a pause on this end and do another commercial for the your website store. Uh, we don't get monetized on YouTube. It wasn't a ton of money, but it made it possible for us to even do anything. So if you're interested in supporting our projects, we got quite a few of them. Feel free to uh, check out our stuff. <laughs> have lots of stuff from SHOT Show. So uh, well, SHOT Show swag lasts, orders from the store, get all kinds of free cool stuff. All right, so next up is uh, Four Boxes Diners, the one that I'm going to use to represent all the bullshit back and forth that's been going on this week. And again, I'm going to suggest what if instead of all this back and forth bs about the tetherball game that everyone's sitting down to observe if we were led by national level leadership which offered the numbers for the senate and everything they post with an urge to do instead of an urge to participate at how many years in a row do we need to be funnel to a, a pre-written letter before we are encouraged to participate in our civic you know, responsibility uh, as individuals. So we can continue to keep getting upset when they tell us to be upset and you can fill in the blank with they. The ATF strategically set that ruling down the week before SHOT Show as they are known to have done through precedent for years. Same people did it before, same people did it right now, and the same people that observed it happen the first and second time have now exploited the opportunity this time. They knew it was coming and they sent out all kinds of bullshit and then a bunch of people who get upset about that put out their bullshit and everybody's been watching that six different tetherball games. So again, imagine if we had national level leadership that was suggesting that we do something about the states that are doing heinous bullshit right now. And they're getting away with it because everybody else is distracted and, and satisfied with doing nothing, just watching arguments. So Four Boxes Diners new to this whole thing. You know, he participated by trying to shut everybody up, a couple of the others tried to shut everybody up. I'm gonna hold everybody accountable, hold up a mirror. How often are you going to be part of it before you stop being part of it? Uh, let's see, then you get gun for hire or gun shop slash range in New, Jer New Jersey. And the dude, one of the owners was one of the first people, he might've been the first person to get his New Jersey concealed carry permit. And this is part five of his application process. Now going back to Four Boxes Diner, um, 
posts a lot of interesting stuff, and in this case, optimistic stuff and some strategy that I don't think he thinks is 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 like uh, like all that uh, all that potential to happen, but at least it has some potential that it could happen. He offers some strategy for how to get rid of the NFA. So he's not super optimistic that it could happen, but he does see a path or maybe two. I forget now trying to remember. Watch that one earlier in the week. But great to see that a channel is out there that is doing stuff that's constructive and useful in our efforts, right? Uh, thanks, DJ, for dropping numbers to the actual capital. Just call the capital. You're allowed to. It's simple. Once you do it a couple of times, they go, oh, okay. And you get the used to it. Just like going to the range, right? Oh, I'm going to go to the range. It's so scary to shoot a rifle. Oh, it's so scary to zero a rifle. Oh, it's so scary to shoot at 300 yards in front of people. What if I miss? Oh, nobody cares. Oh, everybody's struggling to zero. Oh, it's the same. Nobody gives a shit about what I'm doing. Oh, it's now I understand what it is. Oh, now it's simple and I understand it and it's easy. Yeah, same thing calling your representatives. Do it a few times. And then you're like, oh, it's super simple. I should have been doing this my whole life. What if you did that in front of people? Oh, man. Guess what? Everybody gets used to it. It becomes normalized. And then politicians hear from us all the time, and they don't just get to ride some free ride where everybody's too scared to talk to them. And then people run for office who want to participate. It's not doomed. we got a super strong system. Just participate in it. All right, so going back to this four-box diner guy, this guy should be paying me. It's like four videos of this guy's now. So we had Stephen Hallberg on talking about the Air 15. I still haven't watched that. I'll have to watch that after the show probably. Now these I did watch. I was doing some stuff this week and I watched all of these or listened to all of these, I guess. So Cody um, chatted with Cody at the FPC event this month or at SHOT Show this year. So uh, he'll probably be on the show. KD, hope to have him back on the show talking about Greenwood and the other projects he's working on. Talked to Laura Smith uh, at the show and we'll have her on. But I also talked, this is their booth, right? This was the booth at the at SHOT Show uh, for the Liberal Gun Club. And when I went over to the booth, you can kind of see that it's all rainbow colors and stuff. So people would come up, I guess, and go, what is this for gays or LGBT and all that? And then they go, no, this is for Liberal Gun Club. And then people would look at them funny because all the rainbows and stuff. I was like, oh, okay. So in other words, the booth wasn't, I don't know, people didn't understand the booth and I'd never even thought about that. So the person who was in the booth is going to be on to talk about the experience of the Liberal Gun Club at Chacho Show this year. So I'll look forward to that. And now you see why the booth, I don't know, you had more than one message going on perhaps. Um, and people just like they had more because people didn't talk to them. They had different people getting walking away with different ideas of the booth. So anyway, it's going to be interesting to talk to the people who manned the booth this year. Uh, let's see. Then you had Tony talking about 2A for E. You had Stephen Wolford who described his situation in Texas. And he does such a good job of describing it. He's such an interesting dude. Uh, then you got Matt from Meet the Pressers talking about their project. You have Tay, 
with uh, Holster Up. She's new and she's just hitting the floor or hitting Shot Show. Um, she's in a whole different way than a lot of the new t new people do. It's awesome. Then you got John Lott and Holly talking about the Crime Prevention Research Center. And I guess that's all of them. So all of these are worth listening to. They're, most of them are about 15 minutes. A couple of them might be a little bit longer than that. Uh, but each of these people are doing interesting things. And Craig talks to them for just enough time to talk about what, they're, what they do and then what they've been up to. Uh, I don't know what X over marketing is. And then Wesley's out there. Good evening. All right. So next up is Ghost had posted this thing about the Marsoc 3. Have a puppy update. Puppy update. He's awake. He's getting up. Something's happening. He's making a lot of licky noise. This little move here usually means cotton. It usually means he wants to go outside. When he wakes up and he doesn't open his eyes, but he's doing a lot of this business, it means there's something around here needs to be going on. Uh-oh, we got a snot. All right, so there's a snot. That's the first snot today. Are we going to get the coughing and snots, or what's happening? How are you feeling, buddy? See how he's opening his mouth? That's not a good sign. It means he can't breathe out of his nose. Maybe that's why he woke up. How are you doing? How's it going? He's been sleeping for a while. Way more than Gizzards' show. Dang, I didn't want to wake him up before this show. We might take a long ass break while he goes outside. All right, he might go back to sleep. Maybe he just woke up to snuff that one time. He's not breathing out of his mouth or nothing. The other days he's been breathing out of his mouth right now. And he's not right now. So that's a good sign. Plus, he looks like he's just going to fall back asleep. I'm going to put this back on him so he gets warm. There's no fever. His tongue's sticking out. Oh, yep. Right back to sleep. So he just woke up to make one little baby snot. That's not too bad. Are you going to go back to your sleep? Sleeping? All right. False alarm. One little baby snot is all that came out of him. So that's a good sign. All right. We're going back to to a part of the show. Yep, going back. All right. Nope, going right back to sleep. So I think we're good to go. So Ghost posted some of these, uh, some video that I guess had never been seen before, which is essentially everything that happened, I think. So... Uh, Go check that out if you've never heard of them. It's some Marines um, that uh, I think, well, I'm not sure of the whole story. Not this late at night. 
so dragon man has been posting a couple of different videos this one is uh, the beginning of the tour so uh, dragon man's awesome he's in colorado springs colorado uh, definitely the largest most unique military u.s military museum probably just plain military museum that exists today now it's possible that in the past i've seen some of the museums from like sheikhs or whatever they are people who are like kings and princes of other countries they have some pretty incredible museums because they essentially have the state museum that's just privately owned you know that's been handed down over generations so i've seen some of that kind of stuff and it's you know usually going to be all engraved and elaborate and golden and everything so it's different it's more artistic and everything but dragon man's is uh is is epic is my audio still working give me a sound check out there anyway so dragon man uh right now he's kind of uh -oh. i have another update here something's going on just happened so what's going on buddy what's happening my friend what is it You just decided to stand up and kind of walk over a little bit. What's happening? What is it? Are we doing something? Is something happening? What's, what are you telling me? There's no tail wagon. There's nothing. Can't tell if he wants something. I'm assuming he wants something. Nope, maybe not. No. He doesn't want anything. He just wants to be turned around a little bit. And you can all go back on your own business. He's done. He's going back to sleep again. All right. So another false alarm. He just decided to stand up and object to whatever was being said. So he couldn't have been mad about Dragon Man's. He must have been mad about something else. Thanks for the feedback. Appreciate it. All right, so then we get down to Chris. Did his everybody's getting back from Shot Show show, uh, Christmas 740. Great show, fun to listen to, hear how people's uh, experiences went at the show because they kind of did the same thing right now for people that have been going for a little bit longer. All right, let's see. Then you had another Shot Show after show from Meet the Pressers and do another quick puppy update over there since he's now stuck his head out again. No sneezing, no coughing, knocking on wood. No gagging or nothing. Nope. He's not even hardly as scared of things anymore. Look at that. Thing just moved all around in front of him. He didn't even freak out or nothing. Becoming a real big boy. All right, so, uh, yeah, I think he's doing a little better. He threw up a bunch this morning from the food that he ate, and then uh, I just gave him a bunch of bone marrow. He's been eating bone marrow today. All right, so then uh, Meet the Pressers and Ryan Shotgun with Charlie had a bunch of people on, and another good conversation. 
not just people going at different for a different amount and like a different length of time, but going with different ambitions, different goals for the show. Then you've got a couple of the radio shows that happen. Uh, Rapid Fire Radio does their 2A Tuesday segment. They also record their um, show on Wednesdays. And uh, this was the back from SHOT Show episode. Where people were asking a bunch of questions. Interesting to hear from Massachusetts perspective uh, the, the view of SHOT Show because it's going to be through the filter of what's uh, what's interesting, but also what is available in Massachusetts. And most of the comments and stuff during the live show were that kind of thing, what's available in Massachusetts. Uh, then you have Owners Radio out of California. Both of the radio shows had people at the show. Uh, Michael Cargill was there from Come and Talk at Radio, and Amanda Suffolk was there. So all four of the radio shows that I listen to on a regular basis and, and try to promote a lot uh, were at the show. So Rapid Fire Radio, Toby was there, uh, and other people from the shop. With Gun Owners Radio, the people that do the uh, Instagram and the show text, the text chat from the show when it's live, were there. Got to say hey to them. And then, uh, well, Amanda and her brother were there, and uh, Michael Cargill. I don't know if uh, Michael had people with him, but I don't know if it might have been people from the shop, because I don't know if it was the people who were sitting with him in the studio. But he had a bunch of people with him on the first day, and I don't know if I knew everybody. Well, I know I didn't know everybody. Anyhow, so a bunch of people who knew each other going to the show, knew each other at the show, working together during the show, and then getting together after the show. And a big part of the show itself is bringing the industry together and the experiences the industry has and those relationships all grow from each other's experiences, right? So each six people go to the show, they all have different experiences. As long as they're all getting together afterwards, now they all are aware of even more that's going on. So great time and good to see so many good people having collaborative discussions after the show and not just, here's what I saw, here's what I you should buy, here's a new link I have, here's a new relationship with a new company, right? Like that happens, but it's so fun to see more than that. Well, let's see. You'll need more social time. The puppy? Yeah, the puppy was down on the floor playing for a good chunk of time today with Mellow. Like, they were playing, so he's doing okay. But he gets tired, so he's still sick. He got tired and then, you know, needed to come sit down again. I don't know if he gets tired or if he gets cold. It's super cold here, so he might also just be getting cold because he's tiny and he has no hair. But he has a new sweatshirt, so when I put him down, I put his sweatshirt on him. He pretty much likes it. Uh, is it just me, or is this bothering the hell out of you to see this flag on fire? I don't like this. Got to talk to Rapid Fire about this. What the hell? So, Gun Freedom or Gun Owners Radio had this post about these gun violence listening sessions. So, San Diego, like everywhere, has good things happening and bad things happening, and part of the heinous 
BS that happens is when the city decides to fund anti-gun stuff. And what they did in San Diego recently was fund an anti-gun group to come in and evaluate the situation. So one of the things they did is have these gun violence listening sessions where they invited the community to come in to an open mic round table type of situation and give them their perspective on gun violence. I guess. So what happened, if I remember correctly, a lot of stuff going on and this was earlier in the week, but I think what he mentioned was uh, a bunch of, or a few mom's demand came in with their boilerplate that they're essentially just reading, but they've been scripted. And then you had a bunch of people swarm the place from gun owners of or San Diego gun owners, the organization, because they had a passionate interest in the heinous bullshittery that's trying to get take place. And it ended up essentially backfiring on them. They paid a good money to have this organization come in and evaluate the situation. And what they found out was the only people actively interested in the situation are the people that are being negatively affected by the infringements. So really interesting way that gun owners radio and gun San Diego gun owners use media as a tool. They use the BS waste of money bureaucracy to their advantage. So I think there's something to be said. I don't love the idea of playing in the bureaucracy or being super comfortable in the, uh, in the other forts realm, but there's something to be said for being comfortable in the other people's realm and being comfortable in the bureaucracy to be able to use when necessary. And uh, they do a good job of it, of being an example of it. It's not going to work for everybody. They're in California. But again, we got, I don't even mention the garbage that happens this week. You're seeing the stuff that's valuable this week. Think of all the bullshit waste of time that happened this week. And imagine if some of it was national level leadership or at least national level awareness of good work being done with people like Michael Schwartz, you know, going and using these gun violence listening sessions to expose the uh, anti-gunners to the number of people that are truly passionate about being infringed upon, right? It's freaking amazing. It's really inspirational. But it's being dwarfed by the volume of BS because it's easier to get people upset quickly and to no consequence than it is to mobilize them, I guess, and silence this stuff. Anyway, so next we get to uh, Team House. Had an interesting conversation with this guy, which I don't think I listened to. So I'm assuming it's good, some Marine. Uh, Ed had uh, this other guy, Ed Farrell on, Eddie Farrell. He's a fighter of some sort, has a, I think he said he started in Australia, went to someplace like, Asia or someplace and then ended up in Mexico um, has a dojo I think I only listened to about the first third of that one. Oh snap that's all I got in here so that's all I got in here this week uh, there is some other interesting stuff that happened and since it's not quite an hour I think I'm just going to jump into the Instagram stuff 
So I don't know, there's not that many people joining us, or at least not that pe many people commenting. Uh, Wield is out there, long time, been a while. Thanks for chatting. Uh, Leslie Gunpowder. So again, if you're out there and you want to let us know you're here, say hey. If it's in the, if you're watching this in the future, then uh, leave a comment or whatever. And I would say normally I would go check out Super Chats, but I don't know if I can do that anymore. Let me go see if I can even do that anymore. It'll tell me the Super Chats that had come in. I just don't know if I got any Super Chats. Uh, let's see. I was going to go to Instagram over here, though, and then go to the saved ones and then go to all posts. Go down to here, go down to here. Oh no, I don't even see Super Chats anymore. How lame is that? So I can't even say thanks to whoever might have Super Chatted. Well, I was at 170, but somebody unsubscribed, so now I'm back to one. 699 again. So I'm going to take a screen capture of that. I was hoping to get a screen capture of that one. Let me just real quick like take a quick screenshot since it's late. Nobody's listening anyway. We'll go like this. Do this. Do that. Crop it. Save it as. And the last things, and do this. All right, let me close that. All right, and yeah. Well, there was no super chats today, but there might have been super chats last month. So uh, I would have done a super chat. Thank you. I'll have to figure out something else. But uh, somebody buy something over at the store. We'll do something maybe. Let me go try to open up the uh, store over here. Yeah, no orders. So anyway, I guess uh, go through some of these Instagram ones. So it's been a while since I've gone through the Instagram things. And uh, there's a bunch of people that don't uh, give a shit about YouTube, essentially. And they use the Instagram. Some of them use the Instagrams. Well, let's see how far back to go. I don't remember doing one of these again. Or the last time I did one of these. I guess I'll just start here. Oh, I think I remember doing this one. So that's the cartel shooting at a U.S. drone. This one's from Pets for Vets. Uh, the dog's asking this dude if he's seen, if he's finding something smelly. Just super funny if you've had a dog that does that, rolls around in smelly things. Uh, so American Shooting Journal had Robin Sandoval on the cover. I think DJ earlier had posted that it's not just about the DC project. There's lots of other things going on out there. 
thing about DeLorean. I'm pretty sure I've seen the thing about DeLorean. I was just watching the thing about Beto. Betos? Beto? No. Bate? Bezos? The guy who runs Amazon? And uh, it was pretty lame. It was not that good. So these are pictures from the um, basketball game, the 2A basketball game. Marco invented this. Marco invented this, and now they just do it without him, which is pretty lame. Probably one of the reasons Marco doesn't go to SHOT Show anymore. Or I guess he still goes to SHOT Show, but you know what I mean. So let's see. Oh, John Richardson must have won this coffee mug. So that happened. Looks like Orange County Gun Owners has a online auction. They'll start on January 31st and close on the 9th. Firearms, including custom and collector pieces, trips, special membership deals, no cost to register, and the auction is open to the public so anyone can bid. But that's pretty interesting. I like to see auction stuff. I'm a big fan of auctions. So this is from Virginia Citizens Defense League. And this is from seven days ago. And it is a call to action letting people know in Virginia that the Republican Senator Bill What's-His-Face has introduced two gun control bills. And he needs to hear from everyone, not just those in his district. And then it goes on. And then it talks about how they're unacceptable. So that's from seven days ago. Just, just remember that for a little bit later. Next up is uh, Best of Black 2A is a uh, channel. And they were uh, posting about um, like what kind of gun clubs there are. I think that's what it was. And... And they said like tactical and second and or they like tactical and CCW and marksmanship, kind of the basic ones that revolved around skill with a firearm. And then they said something to the effect of, are there any other types of gun organizations? So I was like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch more. And I put in Second Amendment rights groups, uh, competition shooters, builders clubs, collectors clubs researchers reenactments and then i said there's probably a lot more so then they posted out to their followers hey name some uh, uh organizations out there and i thought that's pretty cool so they're out there posting uh or i guess seeking organizations out there that are in those different realms There's Pink, got this, uh, well, this is when we went to the sushi place. So he got this like sushi salad thing going on. It was pretty good looking. Then he got some played with worms. I don't know why I guess he thinks eating worms. I think there was a little piece of brain in there. This was worm, that's a little piece of brain, and then a carrot. So I don't know who wants to eat carrots, but let's see. There's gotta be more than that, yeah. So this is the Utah shooters talking about the we won. I really, really liked it. I shot this one, shot the suppressed one, shot the regular one. They're super cool. Really like them. Uh, let's see. The 
Real Dick Heller, Dick Heller's Instagram post is one of the best ones you could follow as far as keeping ahead of Second Amendment news. Uh, let's see. So this says California's working hard to pass gun laws and even harder to defend them. That plate looked like a plate of you lost a bet. You talking about the worms or the salad? This is already after he had eaten into this salad, but this salad had like, these are chunks of raw meat, uh, raw tuna fish, I guess. And there was a ton of that stuff on top. He just already wailed on it by the time he took the picture, I think. Uh, let's see, California's, no, we just did that one. This one is from Krebs, the uh, Illinois gun owners, uh, federal firearms licensees of Illinois. Military-style rifles and pistols have been banned. We need help. This organization is fighting for us. So I haven't heard of them before. The FFLIL, FLIL, FLIL.org, Federal Firearms Licenses of Illinois. I guess Federal FFL in Illinois. I don't know what I always. Anyhow, then uh, she fires posted this one, like how she started and how she ended. Thought that was pretty funny. Shot Show liked it too. Uh, this was from Pink. I don't like this picture. It makes it look like these NAAs are giant and those little ones down there are little. But it does have one of the gold shorts in here. And I would like to get a gold shorter. So, you know, I like it and I don't like it. This is a message from, I think this is Cheryl Todd's nephew or cousin. He's a trucker and he does quilting. And uh, says, for those of you who are dog people, please hug your dog a little longer today. His dog passed. Uh, a week ago when he posted this and it was just a message to let people know to hug their puppies so hug your puppy i'm giving this dog a pat we give another little pat but she said way over there next up is from silencer co let's see youtube shut down our homies at silencer co so this was from a week ago when silencer co got their channel shut down i guess the new whatever policies that happened were supposed to be so good and they um, uh, did something affected something affects the new policy so a bunch of channels got affected or taken offline completely or like our channel taken offline so our monetization doesn't happen anymore uh, we got strikes for the community side so there's just no way to know. And because they took effect on stuff that's already happened instead of things you're actively doing, very frustrating. So it's possible to know how often or when the, the stuff will happen to channels like that. If it was intentional and they wanted to, they'd strike them all down in a moment. So it's, frustrating but it's uh 
you know, it's part of the part of the situation. It's the only way to say it. Like it can happen and it's not necessarily good or bad. It's bad, but it's not like they're uh, doing it intentionally like they got nothing else to do. Well, let's see. The next up is DC Project. Uh, and this is a quote from Annie Oakley. I'd like to see every woman know how to handle firearms as naturally as they know how to handle babies, which is sexist, but she was alive a long time ago. So we'll give, we'll give her a pass on that one. But uh, big fan of the DC Project, even a bigger fan of Annie Oakley. There was, uh, they invented the movies and then they made a movie. And then the 11th movie ever made by the guy that invented the movies was Annie Oakley shooting a gun. So Annie Oakley is the original video influencer making the guns normal, bringing our culture of firearms to the entire world by being in the 11th movie ever made in the history of humans making a movie recorder. She's pretty awesome. Then you got Gizzard taking a picture of this tower. I don't know why. Maybe it looks like a nest or something. Waiting to leave Las Vegas to head home. It has been a great week. I don't know. He just, they don't have a lot of towers in Kansas, I guess. So he took a picture of this tower. I, don't know if, I thought he was at a prison or something. So then I found out that this uh, Checks with Chart is the person that purchased that G26, G36 bayonet off of me, which is very cool. So uh, I had no idea that uh, they had purchased it. So thanks for uh, purchasing it. And uh, anytime you grab something like this, let me know. Then I'll try to send you some free loot. So got a bunch of SHOT Show stuff. Because you grabbed it from Pot of Gold, I don't know your actual address or whatever. So I let them know whenever they were watching something else that uh, let me know. And I can send you some stuff from SHOT or something. Uh, Gizzard is saying that's the control tower at Harry Reid Airport in Las Vegas. So, I didn't know you can take a picture. Is that from like the inside? Or wait, you said you had to go way to the end. Did you get into like a kind of a thing where you were out on the runway or something? Or is that from inside of the window still? But Gizzard was saying that he had to go way down to the end of whatever they call the arms at the airport. Terminals? All right, we have an update. He's definitely making little mouth noises. Licking a lot. And he's got up again. So, not totally sure what to expect. I feel like he's going to lay down again. It's getting kind of a fidgety. I probably should have taken him out earlier. It's going to get really cold out there now. Gizzer says, I took that picture from the gate. It was right outside the window. Okay. I mean, I would have taken the same picture, but. Uh, let's see. So then I'm going to head back over to here. Plus, this is a cool picture just laying in the leaves like that. We don't get leaves like that here. So this was SHOT Show, and this is the panel 
uh, says targeting a solution. Uh, something exploring veteran suicide prevention and Second Amendment rights for veterans. And this is from the Independence Fund. And you got a bunch of different people setting up there. You got what's her name thumbing you up. And then you got Sarah on a, uh, on, a, on a newspaper, I think. And then you've got Project 2025, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Has anybody ever heard of that one? Uh, Project 2025. Let's see. Reduce the suicide rate in the U.S. 20% by 2025. I had not heard about that before. Then you got uh, Shot University. So the text of this slideshow here says, increased efforts among industry leaders to raise awareness for suicide prevention was evident at this year's SHOT Show, recognizing that nearly two-thirds of firearms deaths are by suicide. The NSSS has, has partnered with AFSP National and the Department of Veterans Affairs to create resources for businesses and gun owners. One of these resources is a suicide prevention toolkit to help firearms retailers, shooting range operators, and customers understand risk factors and warning signs related to suicide, know where to find help, and encourage secure firearm storage options. NSSF asks retailers and ranges to participate in this program because doing so can help save lives. For the full post, head on to SHOT Show's LinkedIn page. So I thought that was good because normally you hear about a couple of the players and, you know, those players are there, but there's more than that. Had a coughing fit again. All right, we'll go back to the update. He has laid back down again and bring him back up. We scoot him up. Get the blanket around them like this again. Right, tuck it all in around them. Get his little head out. Get a little bit over there. And then like this. You can have this little bit of tail. I figure that's authorized. But otherwise, he goes all back underneath the blankets until he's well. So... There's the, there's the uh, update. See that? This microphone slipped and fell right in front of his eyes. He doesn't even care. He kind of woke up a little bit for that, but he doesn't hardly even care. He used to be deadly scared of any kind of thing, especially things flying around like that. All right, so next is, again, Project 2025, AFSP.org, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Uh, then we've got the Independence Fund, cool organization that does a bunch of different things, and evidently now they're also uh, helping with veteran suicide prevention. view the entire veteran suicide panel hosted by Independence Fund 
please visit Drinkin' Bros Podcast YouTube channel. So I guess the Drinkin' Bros Podcast was there to uh, record it. So thanks for that. Uh, the Green Brave Foundation had a get-together, raised 62000 to enable uh, uh, soldiers' families to achieve their potential. So essentially the scholarships for descendants. Uh, Attorneys for Freedom is a cool uh, lawyer here in, or I guess, what do they call it? Attorneys firm, a law firm here in Arizona. It's a bunch of lawyers. And uh, at the gun shows here in Arizona, especially the larger ones, they'll set up like this and have a booth so you can go up and chat with them. And then at certain times during the show, they'll do these seminars, effectively free seminars. I stand up and say, excuse me, Judge, objection, may we approach? Judge says, yes, come on up, counsel. Trying to explain what they do and what they offer. And they're a cool alternative for people that want to have an attorney on their side that's uh, pro-Second Amendment, pro-guns, and aware of like the issues that gun owners deal with. All right, next we get Connecticut, Connecticut Citizens Defense League. Uh, they're going to have, um, oh, I guess this is just their uh, response to what's happening in Connecticut. I'm assuming we're going to see some testimonials there soon. So I don't know if you've seen this picture going around, but this was Colian Noir calling out Vice. So Vice is going to put up something this stupid and either intentionally or unintentionally call like the, oh, it's no big deal card. And you're going to get a lot of people that just complain about that and then move on. At least Colian Noir has got a massive audience, so something like uh, 46,000 people liked this. Who knows how many people might have seen it, but you know, 46,000 uh, have liked it already. Uh, let's see, G23, did I say? Says, woke up. Good evening. All right. So now that SHOT Show is over, they announced the dates for next year, a little bit later in the year. January 23rd through 26th in 2024. And uh, looking at some of the different responses to that. Uh, let's see. And then here is Gun Owners Radio talking about Vice, that same stupid article. And look at the difference. 57 likes to a weekly radio show and 46,000 likes to a dude who occasionally makes a video or an Instagram post. So influence has you know, nothing to do with the content of your content. It has to do with the I guess, uh, flare or flash or sizzle. All right, so next we get 
Pennsylvania, Feinstein used in, or this is from Keystone Freedom, Feinstein used in a recent tragedy in order to push through an assault weapons ban, pay attention, and, well, she puts through her assault weapons ban every Congress anyway, but now she had something to, some bodies to stand on, I guess. So, Cheryl Todd, um, is posting to the governor of Arizona who posted our governor's the one in the middle there not wearing her red shirt. She's sitting there talking to Sharon or Shannon or whatever her name is and a bunch of other uh, people that are, I guess, getting paid by Bloomberg to act like they're grassroots. But to go up there and talk to the governor while Cheryl Todd is saying, surely our governor of all the citizens of Arizona will also be meeting with me and the rest of the DC Project Foundation, women who are dedicated to safeguarding our right to keep and bear arms. So, uh, yeah, you know, they're there for legislation over, or excuse me, education over legislation also. What happened? All right, so next one's from Gun Owners of America. It's getting cold. So this one's from Gun Owners. The new ATF response to who can shoot NRA or NFA firearms. You know, it's kind of went back and forth. Uh, and our ATF posted something, and people are going to scrutinize everything. And they put dumb stuff up there, and people are going to call them on it, and then. They get called on it, and then they change or edit or whatever you call it, you know, make adjustments to their stupid suggestions that they made. All right, so next up is... whatever the Epic Times is. So the Heller Foundation, uh, Dick Heller is posting uh, about a 2A dream team as rock stars in Colorado to help protect and defend our 2A. Well, mainly what I thought was cool is that this is Dragon Man's gun shop. They took a picture from Dragon Man's white uh, pegboard, which looks awesome when you have guns laying on it like that. So Page Gunsmith School is one of the gunsmith schools that we follow here on Instagram. This is a bunch of their alumni, I guess, hanging out at SHOT Show. So a bunch of people are like, can I get to SHOT Show? Well, one way is to go is the uh, gunsmithing school. So look at all these people that were gunsmiths at the school. I didn't know I sit there talking to this guy for a while. Having uh, filmed a video with this guy. I had no idea he was a uh, gunsmith from uh, school. 
So Gunsmith School is a big part of our community. Uh, let's see, then you got M13 uh, showing some of the magic that you have to do for AKs. So there's not a lot of metal there, one point mil or one mil of metal. So if you uh, drill out and then countersink a hole for the rivet and then squish it funny, you're going to end up with goofy oval holes like this right off the bat. So when you're legit and you're confident, you weld it all up, clean it up, and uh, drill new holes that are perfect. That's what it looks like when you do that. I don't think you're allowed to talk about that. It goes monetized. Let's see. So then Pets for Vets is um, talking about being a pain-free, uh, positive reinforcement organization. I guess in France, they banned training collars for dogs that cause pain. So that's interesting. But uh, I also think it's naive. So they're stupid if you do what are you just gonna talk quietly to an aggressive animal or an animal that's in pain or in distress uh, sometimes you need those collars for a reason i can understand not using them willy-nilly but come on man it's ridiculous you can't personify things that are not humans all right so next up is an interesting thing that a lot of people don't know about this is happening late at night so i'm okay posting it but uh if you're listening to this in the daytime, this is real. Allows them three crossings. And what we are talking about is debt bondage. We are not talking about human smuggling because most of these migrants, hell, most Americans don't have that kind of money. So now they're indebted to these people. They're allowed to come into the United States. CBP picks them up, moves them throughout the United States. But yet they are indebted to a criminal organization in a foreign country for years to come. Every night you can go to Roma, Texas and watch anywhere from 80 to about three to 500 men, women, and children cross in one line. The CDG sends them across into the U.S. And then once all resources, law enforcement are focused on these families, then they send the runners. Those are people who come from those four countries I just identified, Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, and El South. If they get through, then that's when they move the high values in the dope. It's all a process. You know, I see some of these journalists go down and stick a microphone in these family spaces and they tell a heart sob story, but what they don't realize is the operations occurring around them and how controlled these things really are. Oh my God. Gents, I broke this story in February of 2021. What you are witnessing right now is how emboldened Cartel de Gafo, also known as CDG, has become. And the reason they did this is because just as law enforcement was dealing with overwhelming numbers, so were they. So they created a process by which they put these wristbands on men, women, and children. When you go into a stash house, they're going to put one of these on you. Can you see that number? It's assigned to a migrant. Then they wear this, and this allows them three crossings. And what we are talking about is debt bondage. We are not talking about human smuggling because most of these migrants, hell, most Americans don't have that kind of money. So now they're indebted to these people. Allowed to come into the United States, CBP picks them up, moves them throughout the United States, but yet they are indebted to a criminal organization in a foreign country for years to come. Every night you can go to Roma, Texas and watch anywhere from 80 to about three to 500 men, women, and children cross in one line. The CDG sends them across into the U.S. And then once all resources, law enforcement are focused on these families, 
Then they send the runners. Those are people who come from those four countries I just identified, Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. If they get through, then that's when they move the high values in the dope. So it's a game. It's a freaking giant game, and it's orchestrated, and we're playing with major players, mayor, state, no, non-state players. And uh, the distraction is the tetherball game that they want you to pay attention to, but it's messed up. There's a lot of bigger stuff happening out there. Um, color thing is polyanic. I don't know what you mean. France is misguided, you mean? Wasting their time with that? This was the Walk to Talk America booth. I didn't realize it was free stickers. I would have grabbed them. I guess they were here. This is from one of the ranges in Nevada that I follow. It says, admit it, these were real guns when you were a kid. This is an old post. I've seen it a million times, but every once in a while, I'm thinking back to the day. For us, at least, this would have had to been on a playground or someplace like at school or something where we couldn't have our toys because we would have had toy guns at any time in my life. We would have had toy guns to play with. But if we did it for some reason, yeah, I've used a zillion sticks like this. If I had to pick one of these, it would probably be this one that looks kind of like a tonfa, And it might be this one because it looks kind of like a lever action. So probably one of these two for me. Although I would have made any of them work in a pinch. So this is uh, a picture from 2022 of the Southern California shooting event that happened that we knew about because Alan Aker went to it. But this is an indication of the size and scale of the event, the type of people that were there. And uh, it says 2022 was just the start of what we have in store. We hope you, the new year has been treating you well, and we hope to see you this year. So cool, like a non-three-letter organization club that meets up in California, Southern California and goes shooting. So this is uh, Feinstein and her assault weapons ban is back again. Alan Anker flexing a whole bunch of different logos that they've done. I'm trying to think. I've got one, two, three, maybe four, five, six, seven, maybe, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I might have eleven of these, maybe. Sometimes I have them and then get rid of them on a free patch Friday or something and don't realize until I realize it was mine. So I thought this was pretty cool. Um, dude from Tactical Medic must know the people from Laxec also. He says he's had this one for over five years and shows how durable they are. So I thought that's pretty cool. So that's Tactical Outfitters. No, that is the Tactical Medic out of Phoenix. You know, and uh, and then Laxec, company that I've known for a long time also. I didn't know they knew each other. So great start shooting school, talking about two out of every three deaths with a firearm or suicide. A great start shooting school is a uh, cool channel on YouTube that has been doing a consistent Saturday 
project to um, to author suicide awareness and prevention and mental health uh, information. So this is a post from them that says, for those who want to see more gun laws enacted, please understand the only thing the laws do is make me into a felon without me doing anything different. Moms Against Drunk Driving did it right. They raised awareness and educated folks. Violence prevention needs the same. It's an interesting uh, take. We're just saying they use the sticks for sword battles. Um, I hear you. We would get in trouble. You could go like at each other and not get in trouble. But if you started wailing at each other with sticks, we'd get in trouble. And we were too much of spazzes. We would start hitting each other for real. So earlier, we talked about the Virginia Citizens Defense League seven days ago, urging people to participate in the electoral, you know, the elect the process. And here we have citizens, Virginia Citizens Defense League, from just eight hours ago or six hours ago, just recently. Yesterday was an excellent day in the controlled Virginia House Public Safety Subcommittee. All of the gun rights bills in committee passed and all of the gun control bills were defeated. How great of a sentence is that? So thank you to everybody in Virginia and thank you to the Virginia Citizens Defense League for leading the way and awesome um, representatives and, and uh, indicators of what can be done. So this one is from Mom at Arms. Good day and welcome. Stay Frosty Defensive Tactics. New channel. I haven't heard of her before, but she's digging shot show. 2023. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. Last year was great. Three amazings. So it's awesome to see people going to shot show for the first time, sharing it, sharing the experience and not just some photographs or some selfies. You know, anybody can do that, but sharing the industry and showing what our community and our culture are getting into and right? what's what we're becoming it's really cool so there's no way for any individual to cover such a huge show so it's always cool to find new people and i think uh thanks to these platforms you know i don't get uh any kind of monetization from the youtube side anymore which is a kick in the wallet kick in the nuts but the uh be able to the ability to participate in the greater conversation and to be able to observe that evolution, you know, is still pretty freaking awesome. Doesn't pay the bills, but it is pretty awesome. All right. With that being said, we're now at about 90 minutes, so we'll start wrapping it up. No one's really been saying anything out there. So again, thanks to the people who do show up live. We do this midnight Eastern. So this is like nine or 10 o'clock on the Pacific side of the country. It's late. It's late for just about everybody. So we do appreciate the people that stay awake for it. And then the people that participate as well. But now it's also going to become a video and it's going to become a podcast. So if you're listening to this in the future, it's not over. You can purchase, you can uh, comment and leave some uh, interaction wherever it is you're watching the video, whenever it is as well. We'll wrap it up with a commercial for our store. Thanks again to the people that do purchase stuff over there. It helps us keep our projects online and growing.